0: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com.
1: Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill.
2: Hello again, Foxborough Faithful and Patriots Nation. This is the Six Rings and Football Things Podcast, a presentation of WEEI-FM, Odyssey, and 2400 Sports. Hope you guys are keeping your chins up. I know it has not been too holly or jolly, nothing very merry to celebrate in Patriots Nation of late, but we're going to do our absolute best to get you ready and try to lift your holiday spirits for a game that basically will decide if the Patriots have any bit of playoff push or AFC relevance the rest of the way. Of course, it's a Christmas Eve 1 p.m. matinee affair against the white-hot surging Cincinnati Bengals, who represented the American Football Conference last year in the Super Bowl, a game I still think they probably could and should have won. They have made many improvements to their team unlike the New England Patriots, who have taken massive strides backwards this season. Well, at least offensively. I think people continue to harp on how bad the Patriots are, forgetting that the defense has improved and is a a pretty solid unit on this football team. But the, the clippings, the press, the footage, the jokes, everything about the offense is so bad that that's how people continue to identify and sadly mock and deride this team. And it's just a damn shame. This is probably a lopsided affair. This is a bit of a mismatch, and I don't think anyone thought it would have been when the schedule came out. I believe most people looked at it and thought, now this is going to be a hell of a game right here. Patriots will be fighting for a playoff spot. The Bengals will be looking to get back, maybe take the AFC North once again, see if they can compete with the Kansas City's and Buffalo's and try to get back to the Super Bowl and clean up some unfinished business. And now Cincinnati is doing their part and the Patriots. Not so much. To help get you ready today, Andy Hart and I will give our previews and predictions. But first, we're going to go to an interview at WEI-FM with myself and Christian Arcand and WEI old pal Mike Petraglia. That's right, Trags, who now does an awesome job on the Jungle Roar pod, CLNS Media, covering the Cincinnati Bengals. Trags is going to hop in and help us preview the Bengals behind enemy lines, tell us what's going on in Cincy. And maybe it'll be fun to hear from an old Pats pal, someone who was on the beat for a long time, just how this looks from his perspective. So let's throw it now to our interview with Arcand and Traggs, getting you ready for Bengals and Patriots this Saturday.
3: hey It's Dominic the, the Italian Christmas I just like to say is an
0: Italian American I don't care for this song <laughs> I don't care for this song and I know that Mike Petralli is probably gonna hang up the phone when he hears me say that drags is probably I just guessing probably likes this song I never ever liked this. My family would play it every Christmas and I thought it was just so dumb. It's about a donkey and they bring the donkey out and what and then what? It's a classic. And
3: what? It's a a
0: you know having half the chorus be donkey sounds is why I don't like it. You know what I mean? This is our this is our people's big Christmas song. And we have a donkey braying and hee-hawing in the middle of the court. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like... I feel like the Italian people have donated, contributed so much to culture and Christmas and everything, but when it comes to our Christmas song, we got Dominic the Donkey. What's that about? How did it come to that? Anyways, I want to welcome in Kyrie Thompson. Sorry, I just had to get that off my test. Uh, weei.com is joining me in studio right now. Uh, Fitzy's still here as well, and uh, we're going to be joined by Trags in just a minute, but real quick, uh, Kyrie, great to meet you in person, buddy. Yeah, no man. It's
3: been a minute. We talked on uh, you know various airwaves, had you on the First and Fox right. World podcast, stream it, uh, download it wherever you you get your podcast and all that. I just want to say two things. Number one, I mean, uh, as a, as a fellow Dominic, I'm a little bit insulted by the fact that that song exists. Uh, it's really <laughs> bad. Also, my people uh, got all I want for Christmas. So you know that that's I, I take a lot of pride in that personally.
0: I mean, it's a lot better than Dominic the Donkey. Let's yeah, be no, yeah. Well, that, that, that song's
3: struggling. I'm sorry. <laughs> though.
0: There's my there's goodness. not much for my
2: people either. So it's <laughs> it's okay at this point, guys. All right, I mean, it is a really bad song. Like it's just a Christmas donkey. Like, nothing about the Feast of the Fishes, nothing about baby Jesus, no, or Christmas Miracles. It's
3: the <laughs> hey, everybody, check out this friggin' donkey. <laughs> I mean, don't don- donkeys are involved somewhat in the nativity story
0: somewhere. Yeah, I think the three wise men rode in, in, yeah, like yeah, r- wrote
3: in on some donkeys. Wait, Great. it wasn't yeah. camels, yeah. it was donkeys.
0: Yeah. I don't know what it was. I wasn't there. <laughs> um, and I don't think our guest was either, uh, but he was probably a little closer. to that, of course, is Mike Petralia, who joins us on the line right now. Uh, Mike Petralia, who can check out on the Jungle Roar podcast, and uh, he's also uh, the CLNS Media, lots of things, and also a uh, alumnus of WEEI and com. Trags, it is great to have you on, man. I miss you, buddy. Uh, how's Cincinnati treating you, first of all?
4: Treating me very well, and as somebody who has not one but two vowels at the end of their last name, I never did understand Dominic. <laughs> thank donkey. You. Oh, I, thank I, you. I never did.
0: I thought you were going to hang up in protest when I said all that bad, no, nasty no, no, stuff. No. I,
4: I, respect, I respect you guys too much to do that. Uh, we have too much to catch up on, and Cincinnati's treating me great, by the way. That's great it to is, hear. Uh, it's uh from Bur- from Brady to Burrow is pretty is a pretty good life if you're a football writer I got to say yeah,
2: um, what did you know Trags, in advance to make the jump from Brady yeah. to Burrow like you got out early you left us all behind
4: yeah Zach Taylor often uh, has well last year called me the secret sauce and I'm like mm, I don't <laughs> think I'm I'm as much to do with the sauce and 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 the uh, cooking as uh, your quarterback is. But uh, if you want to give me the credit, that's great. But uh, it's just been, you know, really, uh, it's a different culture. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, the wide receivers uh, are a big part of that team, and Joe Burrow uh, has a defense. I, I will tell you, in all seriousness, guys, watching Joe Burrow in this offense um, is a lot like watching Brady with Patriots 1.0, because the defense, the Bengals' defense, is so good. Do not look past the defense on this team. Uh, You know, not only this Saturday, but uh, going forward, if they uh, manage to make it to the playoffs, win their division, uh, their defense is going to be a Big part of the equation in terms of how far into the playoffs and if they get back to the Super Bowl, uh, the Bengals get.
0: All right, well, Trags, the uh, Patriots' offense is like watching uh, your parents' sex tape, is what it's like. Um, oh it Maybe even not that uh, not that exciting with Dominic the Donkey in it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, with that being said, it's going to be an emotional day for you, I'd imagine, when the Bengals finally for once and for all, put an end to the uh, Patriots season. I mean, that's that's on the line here. Is that something the Bengals I, are even thinking about?
4: Well, let me bring up on to Cincinnati. And we all remember what happened the Monday night before on to Cincinnati. They were blown out by Kansas City. Uh, a certain reporter we all know and love asked Bill Belichick about the quarterback position. We got the Bill Belichick passive dismissive answer. And the Bengals, uh, next in six days later, as a matter of fact, um, were blown off the uh, Gillette Stadium turf, forty-three to 17 Probably not the same cast of characters when you're talking about the Bengals uh, this time around, but I will tell you, uh, whenever... Uh, you are a follower of the Bengals, and I was even back then, you know, even though I was covering the Patriots, I was um, intrinsically interested in uh, what the Bengals were doing week to week. I thought that the Bengals were not prepared that game. I think they're going to be prepared on Saturday to try and take care of business, clinch a playoff berth. Uh, but there's always that thought in the back of your mind, um, if you're from Cincinnati, that um, how are the Patriots going to spoil the Bengals' plans on Christmas Eve, no matter how good or bad the Patriots might be playing.
3: You, Mike. Um, this is Kyrie here. I hi, Kyrie. I, I've been really fixated with this idea of you know the the legend of Joe Cool, right? You know, you know Joe yep. Joe Berg, you know that that whole thing, and how we've got Mac Jones right now, who has been the opposite of cool. The last couple of weeks, you know, he's he's very fiery. He's been like that for a while, and I keep telling myself maybe Mac Jones could learn a little bit of something from the way Joe Burrow operates. I mean, I've have heard stories that I mean Joe Burrow will will get after you, and he's not, he won't back down from anybody. He gets after the defense. When you look at the way that that Joe Burrow has has you know kind of operated, the way that he has led, what stands out to you about him?
4: So, and and I know Belichick uh, mentioned this yesterday during his press conference. Um, it is the way Burrow performs in the fourth quarter under big moments. And, the, you know, the pressure and the lights never get too bright. Pressure never gets too big for Joe Burrow. He is the same quarterback. And who did we always used to say that about? Number 12. It, when people in Cincinnati ask me, knowing my background, that, what are the similarities you see between Tom Brady and Joe Burrow? I immediately tell them the way they handle big situations and the way they never let the situation become too big um, and the way they perform under pressure, that's the number one similarity between the two. And that's what I would tell you to watch with with Joe Burrow. Last week in Tampa, I was down there. Um, they were down 17 nothing. Burrow didn't change the way he played. He didn't do anything out of character. He didn't try to make throws that weren't there to be made. Um, they still ran the ball. Uh, and he managed the game just like the game was 0-0 and waited for the defense uh, to get a turnover or at least flip the field uh, in terms of field position. And that's exactly what happened in the in the third quarter when Brady and the Bucs turned the ball over four straight times. Uh, I mean, they couldn't have expected that kind of good fortune. But still, Burrow will not panic even when the team is behind. And I think, you know, when you when you watch Joe Burrow, that is what sticks out to me the most.
2: Yeah, I mean, he the throw he made against Kansas City a couple of weeks ago Trags was like the yeah. stuff of legend. I mean, it's amazing. Brady used to make yeah. the same kind of throws as well to save the Patriots bacon over and over and over again, but I kind of want to go back a little bit to the start of the season when we all realize that the Cincinnati Bengals are, are an offensive lineman away from winning a Super Bowl that they were highly competitive in. I mean, like if they had two more seconds, he might have been able to find Jamar Chase down the sideline for a game-winning score. Correct. But they invest heavily in the in the offseason. They're becoming a national team. They invest in their offensive line. They still have the elite weaponry. But it's a bit of a tough start to the season. They end up 4-4. Four and four. Now they've rattled off six straight. And I think they're on a collision course with Buffalo in the AFC Championship, and maybe they'll meet up with KC again along the way. What sparked the change to get them going on the six-game win streak?
4: Well, that's a great question. And I I would say, um, you know, it was, again, the defense playing, you know, lights out. You know, when the offense was struggling, what really sparked the change with the with the Bengals uh, is their defense really stepped up to the fore, and they hammered the Carolina Panthers uh, right before their bye, forty two twenty one, a game that wasn't even that close. And they had that feeling going into the bye; they were five and four last year at the bye, and there was that sense of we did it last year, we know we're a good team, and we're going to get on a roll. And, you know, if you ask Joe Burrow, if you ask Zach Taylor, which we did, uh, you ask everybody in the locker room, there was never a doubt in their mind that they were a good team, a very good team. And again, going back to those Patriot teams, those Patriots, how many years did we talk about those slow two and two starts, the one and three starts, even the three and one starts when the Patriots were trying to find out who they were in the first month of the year? Very similar storyline to what was going on in Cincinnati. They knew they were, uh, four and four after that hideous loss in, in, uh, Cleveland on Halloween. But there was never the sense of, we're not going to recover and, and rebound and make a run for the playoffs and eventually the Super Bowl. There was always that sense, that confidence that they knew how good they were, even when they were losing players. That game, against the Browns on Halloween, was their first game without Jamar Chase. And uh, many people in Cincinnati panicked, like, okay, they don't have Jamar Chase. They have no idea what they're going to do on offense. Well, Joe Burrow never thought like that. He felt like, you know, they have a lot of receivers behind Jamar Chase, believe it or not, uh, and not just T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. They have somebody by the name of Trent Irwin, who you might get to know on Saturday. They have Trent Taylor, who's kind of a, you know, Julian Edelman uh, Replica, if you will. Um, Certainly not the same kind of player, but they have those role players, and it's those role role players that really uh, picked up the slack. And once they won that game against Carolina, came back from the bye, beat Pittsburgh, won in Tennessee, they knew they were on their way.
0: Uh, Traggs, real quick, before we let you go, I saw Trey Hendrickson. And you were talking about the defense this yep. whole time and how good they are. Yep. Trey Hendrickson's playing with a broken mm-hmm. wrist. Do the Bengals know that they don't really need him to slow down this <laughs> offense? Like, <laughs> Why would you risk putting that guy out there against an offense that couldn't even score against the Raiders?
4: Uh, they're not taking anything for granted, first of all. And and I understand where you're going with that point. But Trey Hendrickson is an incredibly competitive guy. He wants to get back on the field, and he wants to see if he can actually play with the injury, which it's one of those fractures that is not um, going to be made worse by him playing. That It's, it's a pain tolerance type of deal. Uh, sort of was the same situation last week with Tyler Boyd and his finger. As long as uh, Trey Hendrickson can play with pain and grip onto the offensive lineman or whoever in front of him and play, they're going to want him to play, and he's going to want to play.
0: All right, then we'll leave it right there, Mike Petralia. It was awesome talking to you, man. I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we got to do this. Thanks so much for the time.
4: Happy holidays, guys.